Hello everyone, this is Tommy Shane Nang. Welcome again to Marketplace Influencer Season 2. It's our episode 23 of Season 2. You know, um, the season has not improved to some people. But it's always a choice how we make most of the season. You know, last weekend, uh, the opportunity to play badminton. which is something I haven't played for several years. But if it's part of getting healthy, why not? The reason why I why I want to share something about decisions. It's a decision for us to stay healthy. You know, I every morning uh, there's the sun tends to shine through the window. and I get to feel the heat of it, I intentionally sit beside it so that I can have sun on my body, you know, a part of me is a bit dark already, but it's part of getting healthy. We have to stay healthy. But no matter how healthy we may be, uh, that's life. Uh, Just recently, a daughter of a well-known business taipan in the philippines died she is health conscious she is not even 30 years old she's a very she's a health buff yet yet uh some virus not virus some bacteria not virus but it's a bacteria that affected her and she died so i realize no matter how healthy we may be no matter how hard we work on it it's beyond our control But there are things that we can do, that we can do consistently. Exercise, walk around, move around, have sun, diet, get enough sleep. Basically, we have to stay healthy the best way we can. But there are other factors that we cannot control. But we have to stay healthy. The reason why I share that is because, you know, Uh, everyone's speaking about LeBron James. If there is a guy who can be the greatest of all time that can compete against Michael Jordan, that's LeBron James. People say it's LeBron James. But the way I see it, how do you quantify the greatest of all times? Because to me, if you're gonna talk about greatest of all time, it's hard to quantify it because... Different players come from different, different uh, era. Uh, you talk about Will Chamberlain, who was able to score 100 points in one game. He gets, he has averages of 50 points a game. So, and he was a champion. Can he be considered as a greatest of all time? Can it be Bill, Bill Russell, who has Who has more championship titles than Michael Jordan and that's why it's so hard to quantify it it's so hard to quantify who's the greatest of all time that's why I would rather suggest why not the greatest of that era of that decade why not call it the greatest of that decade it's hard to quantify who's the greatest of all times why not make it the greatest of that decade 
because different decade, different players, it's hard to quantify. It's hard to quantify. So, speaking of LeBron James, well, surprisingly, he got injured. You know, everyone was expecting him to become the MVP this season because Joel Embiid was the, the front runner to become MVP, but Joel Embiid went down with an injury. Then all of a sudden, it's LeBron James. But all of a sudden, uh, l- last weekend, uh, he suffered a high ankle sprain that can sideline him probably six to six to eight weeks. So if that's six to eight weeks, if that is the timetable of his injury, six to eight weeks, he will be missing the rest of the season. He can come back in the playoffs. So, so that's the problem. That's a possible problem right now that they're facing. So, but, you know, just imagine they were discussing that he is as solid as ever, even though this is his 18th, 17th or 18th season. This is probably his 17th or 18th season and he's going strong. He's going strong still. Oh, it's 17th season. Just imagine on his 17th, 17th season, he is still going strong until he went down with an injury. Then all of a sudden, because of this injury, it opened doors for everyone. It opened doors for Utah Jazz, who is the league-leading team right now, Utah Jazz. It also opened doors to Philadelphia 76ers, who is the number one team right now in the, in the Eastern Conference. It also solidifies the opportunity for Brooklyn Nets, who has a big three right now with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. It also gives an opportunity for Phoenix Suns also. So it's anyone's ball game all of a sudden. With LeBron out, we do not know for how long. Based on the report, it's an indefinite. He will be out indefinitely. But some people estimated six to eight weeks. That will probably be the rest of the season. He can come back during the playoffs. But just imagine, then all of a sudden, this can be a change of momentum. Any team right now can be a title contender because LeBron is out. So it's beyond our control. Uh, People... That's why you cannot really predict. At first, we saw a very solid beast in LeBron James and he got injured. That's why I realized no matter how, con- how healthy you may be, it's still unpredictable. But we can only do our best. That's why it's our mind conditioning and everything. You know, I'm currently taking a course on meeting investor goals. It's from the University of Geneva, which is a... It's a top 1% university in the world. I was surprised to discover it's a top 1 university in the world. And it's founded by a theologian, which is John Calvin. And I, you cannot really say it's, he, he founded Calvinism, but he inspired Calvinism. But this John Calvin, you know, also taking on this course on meeting investor goals on stocks. I learned something about it. I learned something about it about stocks or maybe about investments what is your investment goal and because based from your investment goal what is your investment strategy 
that investment strategy must be a must be a strategy strategy that you may you must stick by what does uh, what does the course telling because if it stocks if you keep on changing your port if you keep on changing your portfolio there's a cost in it if you keep on changing your portfolio there's a cost in it what's the likely chance that you will recover the cost what's the likely chance if you change your strategy you you change your portfolio and that you incurred costs in it what's the likely chance that you will be able to recover the cost of it so that's why the, su- the suggested strategy is as much as possible you have to study your strategy from the very beginning you have to study your strategy and that strategy is something that you need to stick by and you should not keep on tweaking on it or else you might incur costs that you may not able to recover of course incurring loss is another thing but incurring costs that's something we need to be aware of that's why when i was thinking about boston Celtics, because people were complaining about danny ainge about about their about their pre, about their boss right now danny ainge and they're complaining about their coach right now um brad stevens but i can say it's just like stocks this is it the reason why they cannot make a major trade right now the reason why they cannot make a major trade right now is because the cost is high the cost is high even though they have the trade exemption the cost is high because if they make that trade and the cost is high there's not likely chance that they can recover it but just like the stocks uh, i'm learning right now about stocks about investment is there's a cost what's the likely chance that you can recover the cost second is that strategy that you need to implement from the very start it should be a well-studied strategy and i believe boston celtics the reason why they are suffering right now they have 21 wins and 21 loss record right now is because they were able to come up with a strategy that's in that is preparing them for the future they are they have a strategy that prepares them for the future just imagine all of a sudden robert williams their their young player robert williams is emerging to be a solid center so so this is now his third season and he's emerging to be a good one maybe the cost that i'm looking at is the reason why they cannot trade some of their pieces is because some of these players that they have right now is a step away from emerging already and if they trade them away they might miss that they it might be costly for them because that player is about to reap is about to blossom and that they can use for their long-term success that's why just like a stocks if i am boston celtics maybe for the meantime win the best way you can be patient with the process be patient with the the young players because they are probably some of them are just a step away from emerging to become a solid player already but it requires patience just like stocks as much as it looks like a good 
think to keep on changing your portfolio but the cost is high there are times you just have to be patient that's why the strategy that you must implement must be a solid well studied it must be solid it must be well studied from the very beginning so that when you implement it you have to be patient with it because if you're not patient you're going to change it and that you will incur cost not just loss cost there will be loss and there will be cost there will be gain but there will be cost what if the cost is greater than the gain so it's hard to predict it that's why i believe boston right now the way i assess it is they are being patient the cost of trading right now is high but but the but the cost of waiting and investing on the young people is worth it because they some of these players are just a step away from emerging to be a solid player and maybe this season they will just probably getting to the playoffs but next season they are a far solid team because some say that this is the last season that LeBron at its peak just imagine if this is the last season that LeBron is as is at its peak it means he got injured what's the likely chance he will be he will be the same LeBron next season so it's everyone's ball game still so it's being patient right now that's why i realize the process there is a process that's why when we make a strategy we have to study it well we must remove our biases we have to really study it we have to make sure it's a solid strategy it's a strategy that will be patient with that will stick by because if we keep on changing it there are costs that may be incurred with it so it's it requires a lot of patience that's why just like boston celtics waiting for the right move because at the end of the day you have to make the right negotiations you know uh, last year i took a course on successful negotiations it's a course on successful negotiations it's from the university of michigan um even though it's kind of a legal thing because it 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 talks about a lot of legal stuff especially negotiations there are so many legal aspects on the negotiations it's from the university of michigan which is a top 15% university in the world and there are a lot of great players coming from that university uh one of them is duncan robinson who's playing now for miami heat the three point specialist um i believe um tim hardaway junior who's a three point specialist of dallas mavericks came from that school also so it's a very interesting but this was the 70th certification course i finished a year ago and it really speaks about how do you make negotiations that's why for this episode our title is make the right nego make the right nego obviously the word of focus is nego because i could have used the word negotiations but the focus word is nego instead of negotiations because if i want to use the word negotiations it's going to be so long it will bore you but i just want to focus on four things that's why make the right nego or short for negotiations make the right nego nego is the 
or short for negotiations. That's our focus word for today's episode. And that's also our outline and acronym that we'll focus on. Because I realize it's not that easy. There are costs. When you make negotiations, there are costs that comes with it. There are costs that may come that are you're aware of, but there are also costs that that you are unaware of. Make the right nego. There will be costs, but that's why you have to make the right negotiations at all times. Make the right nego. That's why nego. Letter N is neg- never, never think negatively of others. How come that can be a nego? Never think negatively of others. Because of because in every negotiation, it requires a lot. You need to show respect. If you think negatively of others, if you think negatively of others, that kind of thinking will affect your your attitude towards the person. If you think negatively of others, it affects your attitude towards that person. And oftentimes, there's a sign of disrespect. There's a sign of there's a sign of disrespect because you think negatively of others. The way you the attitude you have on that person is you have the tendency to show disrespect. That's why make the right nego letter N is never think negatively of others. Going back, no one is perfect. I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. If you are perfect, if you are the perf- if you are a perfect person, maybe you're the problem because no one is perfect. If a person thinks that he's perfect, maybe that person is the problem because no one is perfect. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. Even the man of life, there's no one there's no one perfect. Not even one. There's no one good, not even one. There's no one perfect. If a person thinks that he's perfect, maybe that person is the problem. Never think negatively of others because there's no one perfect. Because in in any negotiation, if you think negatively of others, you will show your attitude will show disrespect on that person. If you show disrespect and if that person feels disrespected, the more it is difficult to negotiate with that person. Remember, if a person feels disrespected, it's harder to negotiate with that person. That's why never think negatively of others. It's because no one is perfect. Because once we start thinking negatively of others, it affects our attitude towards them. And it might come to a point that we disrespect them. If that person feels disrespected, and if you are in a negotiation, if you are under negotiation, if you're negotiating with that person, the tendency is that person becomes a hard person to deal with. Because if a person gets disrespected, it's hard to negotiate that person anymore. Because that, the, 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 person who got disrespected will become a hard person to deal with because they don't want to deal with your attitude. That's why never think negatively of others. It's because no one's perfect. Because when we think negatively of others, 
unawarely we disrespect them. And once a person feels disrespected, expect that negotiation to be a difficult one. That's the first point. Second, exemplify integrity. You know, exemplify integrity. You know, in the prior years, there was opportunities that came to my life that came that seemed so lucrative but I felt like there is an ease in me that if I sign on it if I agree on it or I sign on it I might compromise something and true enough when I chose not to agree with it it spared me from compromising because I realized eventually I'll be signing a document that is a that can put my name in a very negative way because that organization uh, will face an audit an audit that will make that transaction very questionable because the, the transaction did not go public the transaction was ideally if you're gonna do something uh, to to illustrate uh, to describe the scenario for me that negotiation that project must go public because if you don't go public it's just like you're hiding something but because this this agency this this organization is bound to be to be to disclose it to the public they should have done it publicly, but it was not. So wait, the people who signed behind it are now, if there's an audit, that people who signed in that contract might face something, a backlash or negative things. That's why this is not just the first time. Um, there were a lot of things that I have to turn down because I feel unease i was i felt uneasy and i realized part of our lives is we need to exemplify integrity when you say integrity it came from the word integer it's a whole number it's a whole number it cannot be divided it cannot be divided these are the numbers 1 2 3 5 7 these are integers. These are whole numbers. Four can be divided by two. Six can be divided by three or two. So integer, integrity. It makes it means that you're a whole person. It talks about what kind of a person you are at home, at work, or ever or wherever you are. Exemplify integrity means you have a reputation that people can trust. It's so hard to exemplify integrity because we live in a day and age where in a situation like now, especially in this situation right now, compromising is very high. You know, there are a lot of scammers. A lot of scammers right now. There are some people who will use your identity to, to extort money from others. They will use your picture in social media. They will create an account uh, pretending to be you. We are in that 
world right now where a lot of scammers, a lot of people who will, will extort money from others, and it happens. But I believe it is better for those people who practice integrity. Exemplify integrity means if I make this certain decision, what kind of reputation I'll be showing? Is this a compromising decision? Will this decision benefit many people? Or will this decision will just benefit me? Exemplify integrity is basically, it talks about your reputation. It doesn't, it doesn't mean, does not mean popularity. It talks about reputation. That can people trust you? Exemplify integrity. Can people trust you? Because you're a whole person. That wherever you are, that you are the same person that people can trust. Exemplify integrity. Because if you have a good reputation, it's easier to negotiate. That's branding also. Especially if you're if you're taking a job or you're someone wants a headhunter taps you for a executive position, your branding, your integrity will take you to places. Because integrity can be a solid backbone of, of your branding. Exemplify integrity. Third, give room for collaboration. Give room for collaboration. Give room. The way I describe give room for collaboration is, what is a win-win scenario? Oftentimes, in, in every negotiation, the reason why negotiations are hard, are 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 unsuccessful is because one party wants to wants to undo outdo no one party wants to wants to outdo the other party basically there's a way there's a tendency of i want to bring more i want to get more out of this deal compared to that other party but but i realize in negotiation it it must it must require collaboration. Give room for collaboration. What do I mean by give room for collaboration? It must be a win-win scenario. It must be a win-win scenario. How do you know if it's a win-win scenario? How do you know if it's a win-win scenario? You are willing. You are willing that the other party wins more than you. What do I mean? It's a win-win scenario. In this particular deal, in this particular negotiation, you also win. But you're also willing that the win of the other party is more than yours. It's a win-win scenario. You get you get the win, but the other party has more wins. The reason why it that's my idea of a win-win scenario. Because we live in a world that is already selfish. Everyone wants to out everyone wants to outdo the other party. Because of that, some good negotiations, some possible good deals do not do not push through because they want to outdo one another. But there are times the win-win scenario is this. As long as you know that it's a win for your part. As long as it's a win for your part, you don't mind if the other party gets more. Because you know you you already won. 
It's also a win on your part. You cannot win it all. You cannot outdo. Because once you start outdoing others, that's what they will respond towards you. But if it's a win-win scenario, it's a win for you, but the other party gets more, for me, I don't mind. Because as long as this good deal pushes through. Because what's important for me, a good deal must push through. Because there's already a win on my part. What if and the other party winning more? I don't mind. You know why? That's still part of my reputation. Because people will start talking about you. You know, that person is a good person to deal with. If you're a person who wants to outdo others in any negotiation, you might end up with a bad reputation. But if you're a person who doesn't mind if the other party wins more, as long as it's a win-win scenario, you have a good reputation. Because people will say about you is this. What will people say about you? That person is not a hard person to negotiate with. And that's part of your branding. And it's good for you because because other people would want to deal with you. It's part of your marketing. It's part of your branding. It's part of your marketing. Because people will say you're not a hard person to to negotiate with. And last, so never think negatively of others because no one's perfect. Letter E is exemplify integrity because part of your branding, part of your reputation. Third is letter G, give room for collaboration. It's a win-win scenario. It's also one way of building your reputation because if people win more than you, but it's still a win-win scenario, people talk about you that you are not a person hard to deal with. And there will be more, more attractive deals that will come along your way and last letter o is offer what you promise offer what you promise that's why it's so important in negotiation is you have to offer what you promise that's why you don't over promise you don't promise something that you cannot give but you have to so when you offer what you promise you bet you better make sure what you promise is something that you can deliver Offer what you promise. That's why when you promise something, don't overpromise. You have to promise something that you can surely deliver. Because that's part of your integrity. That's part of your branding. That's part of your reputation. People will be willing to collaborate with you. They know that you're the right person to deal with. Offer what you promise. So that's our episode for today. Make the right nego. The reason why I shared this is because I've seen, I've read a lot of articles. If people find it hard to deal with you in any negotiation, people won't. People will avoid you. But if you're a person that's easy to deal with in any negotiations, more people won't, would want to deal with you. And it's better business. And it's a better brand. It gives you better branding. It it leads you to better businesses. 
it expands your borders so make make the right neko thank you for joining me on this episode i hope this helps i hope this helps i hope we become better people in this difficult times because if there are more good people in this difficult times it will be a win-win scenario for all of us because good people will help other people let's be good people let's be better people so that we can help others so that we can be able to overcome these difficult times this this is the part of challenge that we're facing i know we can overcome it as long as we do it the right way also make the right nego thank you for joining me this is tom shane ng marketplace influencer season 2 episode 20 episode 23 thank you for joining me god bless